This is Audio Gyan and I am your host Kedar Nimkar. Welcome to a deep dive into the minds of luminaries from the Indian creative world. Maa ka aashirwad. Okay Tata bye bye. Hum do hamare do. Mera Bharat Mahan. Sounds familiar? Uh, I'm talking about the slogans written behind the truck, but we are not going to discuss those, rather the heavy vehicles on which these are written. Yes, trucks. In 1911, truck designer Charles Martin built a gasoline-powered tractor to pull modified horse-drawn commercial wagons. His most significant innovation, however, was the fifth-wheel coupler, a round plate with a central hole. It attached to the top of the tractor frames to connect and support trailers. Trucks are broadly divided into light duty, medium duty, heavy duty. Classification depends mainly on the weight, which we'll try and discover in this episode. Uh, and in today's episode, we sort of also try and introduce ourselves of how trucks are designed. I'm pleased to have Satya Selen Ganga Selen with us on Audio Gyan. He is currently the vice president of design at Ashok Leyland, an industrial designer with. who has spent over two decades designing cars trucks buses and three wheelers satya is a design thinker mentor and writer and also passionate about watercolor so thank you satya for uh, giving your time and it's a real real honor to have you on audio gan hi everyone yeah it's a pleasure pleasure is mine because uh, it's a uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to reach into uh, people across various uh, divisions of design i see fashion designers i see you know what not architects and all yeah <laughs> yes. cool. so yeah as i said uh, uh, welcome and, and and thanks for giving your time but the whole entire conversation i will leave it to you because uh, i'm i've just done i think one automobile design back then uh, in 2017 uh, on on how harley davidson's are designed but wow. uh, it's been quite some time that i haven't covered automobile design and neither uh, i've like got much specialty in understanding it so i wanted to start off by understanding what's the sort of the landscape of truck uh, or truck markets in india uh, yeah. who are the key players i mean that's just setting the context of what gets designed what gets manufactured what is imported it right. will help us sort of understand the landscape at large Yes, fantastic. So first of all, thank you so much for focusing in commercial vehicle design, particularly trucks, because uh, our uh, Indian uh, design landscape is more fascinated, excited on the, you know, attractive bikes and cars. Okay, so, but when you look at uh, commercial vehicle, particularly the truck design, in twenty twenty two alone, the value of the entire market of uh, trucks. including lcvs and all the segments is 20042 million us dollars so you can calculate in indian rupees right and that is only 2022 just after the pandemic but uh, the report says it's going to grow by four times wow mm-hmm. it's 80 million plus uh, by 2050 okay so it's going to be fourfold and one can ask the question that i like the transportation design has been the, the transport solutions are you know multifaceted so one can use uh, rails and flights and things like that but the, how the truck is being you know uh, welcomed by or the growth is you know marginally high because the reachability the rural reachability and hilly areas for example northeast is in totally attached so investing new railroads or you know uh, you know uh, accessing through you know the air is all very costly as well as very cumbersome and also loading and unloading is very easy in truck hmm. so that's the reason why the truck business is getting uh, more and more uh, important when i say as you said there are segments within the truck we say light commercial vehicles sub you know 3.5 tonner and you have 3.5 to 7.5 tonner you can say tata 407 e comet and things like that you know from ashok leyland from 7.5 to 16 tonners we call icv as i said the intermediate uh, tonnage 
And you have 16 to 30, the heavy trucks, and you have uh, 30 tons and above. So based on, as you rightly said, the based on the tonnage, the vehicle mm -hmm. has been segregated uh, horizontally. And vertically, you have the use, like, for example, construction, logistics. And another very important segment is mining, you know. Mm -hmm. So the mining segment uh, trucks uh, are basically tipper, but, but the thing is that is we tuned to run continuously thousands of kilometers. They they, they can't stop in between, you know. So from, they go there and come back. Even the refueling and everything happens on the boats. Not many people know about it. But in that kind of segment, Ashok Leyland tops because our vehicle runs uh, one lakh kilometer continuously without uh, one single stop or maintenance or whatever. Oh. Hmm. So, uh, so we outbeat uh, Bharat Benz and other competitors in that. So it's tested in Oriza uh, limestone mines or whatever. So anyway, so specifically, uh, this is uh, the overall uh, you know perspective of the market in terms of tonnages, in terms of uh, you know ah, the third point is the employment, direct and indirect employment. Okay, so it air research says it's on 1.72 million people are dependent directly, indirectly. For example, the road laying, unloading, brokers, and you know, multifaceted, just trucks alone. Okay, so this is the overall perspective of the uh, truck business, particularly in India by 2022. I mean, last year. Mm -hmm. And and uh, as you said. Uh... If you want to elaborate on the verticals, uh, there's mainly the transport, uh, mining, and uh, one more thing which you said, logistics. Logistics, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, within this three verticals, uh, like, is there a monopoly or is there yes, a logistics. dominant? Yeah, logistics uh, sector dominates the uh, usage uh, market because the fleet owners, like you know, we are an M and I. There's a lot of lot of big giants. They buy 300, 400 uh, trucks at a time, you know. Mm. And also, uh, the logistic people are the first time buyers. In when you when you when you look into a, if you have a deep dive into how these uh, trucks are being sold and resold, there will be giants. They will buy you know thousands, three hundreds in one numbers. After some mileage of usage, they will. Uh, resell it to a next level, you know, the B segment, like, you know, small logistics, you know, the sand dwellers or, you know, construction equipment, it will go for the second hand after one lakh or two lakh, you know, it goes up to five, six, like, in, unlike cars, our trucks can run up to, you know, 10 plus, you know, lakhs of kilometers, 20 lakh, 30 lakh, it will go. But... Mm. But there are people who buy from us or the chains who will buy with numbers, like, you know, for minings and logistics. They are the ones. The construction gets the second-hand vehicles, the majority of it, they will buy. You know? Mm -hmm. uh, what they do is they will change the load body. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so we'll come to that. Just uh, uh, like keeping that zoomed-out view uh, and who are the bigger competitors in the market and how much percentage of the the truck or or this heavy vehicle gets uh, manufactured in India? Yeah, so uh, it's going to be seventy five years in Ashok Leyland uh, commercial vehicle business uh, from nineteen forty eight. So this year Ashok Leyland is celebrating seventy fifth year. Until then, we are second. The first mm -hmm. is always Tata Motors. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, when when I talk about this, uh, you know, market share. Before we conclude the percentage, it's it goes ups and downs. Like we are Correct. six to say seven percent. They are forty, and we are thirty six, thirty two uh, kind of stuffs, and hmm. uh, they have to go up to fifty. And also, there's a lot of micro, like you no know, LCV. They are always minor. Hmm. Heavy trucks, uh, we are uh, in upper hand. So the heavy, the tonnage trucks, Ashok Leyland is in upper hand, and uh, we have uh, variance less because we focus on very particular. Uh, uh, heavy only. So, so, so soon we are going to focus, we are going to improve our uh, you know lower segment, some two tenor, and also we are going to focus anyway. But at at at, at this point of time, Tata Motors is number one, and Ashok Leyland is number two. Yeah. Okay. And and what part of it, like both these companies uh, or any other, even third or fourth player, 
how much percentage of vehicle is completely manufactured in india or like because i'm familiar with cars i mean if you look at volkswagen certain pieces directly like the entire car comes in right you can't right. assemble or manufacture so, right. so what in that context so i can say proudly that uh, the commercial vehicle segment particularly buses and trucks uh, we started uh, making it in india way uh, very well like you know right from uh, you know 50s 4850s like in the early 50s we used to get the kids from mercedes benz and you know the ashok leyland have a leyland part you know which is the british uh, company right so until 80s i am told i don't know how much it is really um, i don't have the figure but until 80s we have a british engineers working at our drawing rooms for the drawings of uh, engines and all so hmm. but totally uh, from uh, 60s onwards Tata Motors and Ashok Leyland. Somebody have to go dig out the exact year, but I don't. I'm not a historian to comment on it. But considerably, we were unlike cars. We started doing our own commercial vehicle way uh, in the late 50s up to 60s. Got it. Right? So yeah, yeah. When I am saying this, there are two two things which we need to see. Uh, we are market leaders. majority of them you know shared by indian uh, companies but there are two important verticals in uh, bus, uh, truck business particularly one is oem for like you say fully built fully built is the cabin seat everything is built and comes out like a car mm. other one is chassis we call fes front end structure so if you are traveling in india you could have you can see you know some sometimes there is a driver open you know open mm-hmm. uh, drives with a on top of a steering wheel and engine all the other is open you know mm. so that is called fps got it they will buy it and take it to people like you know tamil nadu there is something called uh, namakkal in jaipur and maharashtra there are a couple of like darwad so they have a small time uh, body builders mm. so they will take the engine steering wheel and control of whatever power train and you have a long member on top of this you build your own cabin under load body interesting hmm. hmm so the majority of the business some to few years ago it was 90% is only chassis built wow hmm hmm in that business tata motors and ashok leyland as the land shareholders now later mahindra started making chassis now uh now the fully built is the competition which is roughly 15 to 10% where volvo bharat benz you know volvo acer or scania truck all these people are competing only in that 10% hmm 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 this is very very fascinating <laughs> <laughs> this fully built uh, vehicles uh, from uh, europe is damn costly too costly for you know operation or the i mean we can't work out the commercials of the operational cost and things like that correct correct and also it might be dependent on the usage because a lot of people might have some different usage so the 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 fes would definitely give them much more flexibility to build structures as per the need yes yes but the but but the, the but, the, but the very important point from the safety perspective is hmm. where we are sending chassis the chassis only regulated but the okay. cabin built by the local bodybuilder is not regulated by any government authority like ari and all whatever got it so there's a big lobby happening and there is a truck code and bus code probably there are certain informations better let us not uh, openly talk about it because uh, uh, they will build a complete cabin in 1.5 lakhs which is miraculous mm-hmm. and uh, they use wood okay they use wood and they use very flimsy colorful sticker as you said no there lot of tag lines which is written with like truck is their uh, cabin truck is their own uh, what do you call um, decorative piece so they they celebrate each and every part of it mm-hmm. wow <laughs> so visually convert no the fps uh, there is one test i'll tell you there is one crash test that you have to pass the crash norms by providing a front bar like front grill which is a very strong sheet metal so we give fes along with the front grill front flap or whatever you call it the first thing the bodybuilder do is throw that regulated front flap 
which is very sturdy, strong, safe, crashworthy, and then they replace with very colorful, flimsy, thin sheet metal, which mm. is quite unsafe. So, so recently I have uh, we have delivered from Ashok Leyland full uh, sheet metal jacket. Without visual, you can't appreciate because the the, the design is so and so. They started celebrating it. Mm-hmm. So they they started writing all that on the grill which we have given, which is tested, validated, strong sheet metal front, which is called Avatar Range, basically. Wow, that's that's a significant contribution there. So yeah, I mean, uh, just coming back to so what are what are those like because you mentioned crash test? Uh, I'm curious to know like what are the principles or what are the core values on which trucks are generally built, right? Uh, I mean, in in design world, we have these set of principles and certain norms and certain right. frameworks. So right. any like I I know it can be just huge, but just like broad bullet points of like on which parameters uh, a good like we can say that this is a good truck because X Y Z. So what are those maybe for a good uh, truck parameter? Uh, again, you have to split it into two. One is uh, the fully built, and uh, the other one is a custom chassis or whatever. Hmm. Right. So we are very strong in chassis because in India the engine, okay, the engine has to be as simple as that anybody can replace at any point of time, any part or repairable work. Okay. And number two, the tonnage. So if you are regulated for four tons, for example, Indians, whether it is right or not, have a tendency of loading double the regulated tonnage. So, for example, we have a we have a burden of coming up with a solution which is really robust, which can handle more than what it is regulated. We have to ha- handle the weights, which is like, for example, if I do a one tonner, I'm sure people will do it two, three tons up to it. They will remove the load body, you know, build the whole height and then fill it with a lot of material. So the problem is. The, the, the drivers are unaware, highly uneducated. That's the reason why I want to tap on the drivers. Hmm. So to answer your question, what is good truck which has to go double the tonnage and it will not stop? They want a horse which never eat grass and never get tired. So that is what uh, that is what the good horse which was uh, idle, but in 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 our condition, so really. Ashok Leyland engines are tuned. Got it. And this is this is mainly for India or generally speaking, because it's a more regulated and organized setup outside India, maybe. So. Yes, yes. See, uh, in, in Europe also, Europe, they can't overload, uh, to my knowledge. I have a very little knowledge about the European truck because uh, I worked in uh, global companies, but not for trucks. So, mm-hmm. uh, but the but the many of the times in US and uh, Europe, people used to, the, the drivers used to travel alone or very uh, hardly they have a helper or somebody uh, next to it to help them. So in between, say, for example, if you are passing by Alaska, if something happens in the, you know, very bitter cold, the driver will be able to, you know, address all those issues. Of course, uh, they have forums, they have uh, magazines and all. It's entirely different, the European and American context of uh, trucking is entirely different uh, with the India. Hmm. So I, I'm really going to uh, address those uh, problems of uh, uh, trucking from the man and machine, like user experience, UX, UI perspective. The machine is uh, one part. Machine is, our Indian machines are fantastic. Hmm. To, to tell you, you know Kerala, right? Backwaters. In the, in the backwater, 99% of the backwater boats have Ashok Leyland engines. Hmm. Hmm. Some time ago, it was hundred percent because you don't have a luxury of, you know, failure in the middle of the water. Correct. That's the reason why I caught. Like you know, people take uh, our engine and then made their own boat houses and things like that, which will never, you know, it's it's presumed that it's never it will never fail in the middle of the water. Hmm. Hmm. Along with your boat houses, AC or whatever. So our technology, our Indian truck engines. In that case, if you go to West or somewhere else in the North or whatever, the Tata Motors 
are very, very strong in terms of uh, their engine and engine performance. Mm -hmm. But the overloading is a very serious issue where nobody, neither the government nor the OEMs are in control because for the competition, if you really want to have a good business, definitely you have to design a vehicle which is capable of holding more than what it is promised. The axle should not break. The long member should not break, even if you have a double the weight or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So now if I have to like just what I've understood is making it simple so that it's quickly repairable or whatever, just fixable uh, in long commutes. uh, And second is handling the load. But so given our economic conditions also, like isn't mileage an important characteristic or it's right now fine? Mileage is a very critical criteria. That's so that the engine performance, I think, which is including that. Hmm. But if if you if you have even 0.5 uh, kilometers extra for one liter petrol, assume that if you are running, you know, uh, 12 hours, 400 kilometers per day, amount of saving is so every bit of drop of uh, fuel is very important when it comes for trucking. Hmm. Hmm. Our engine R and is both. I mean. Almost every, like uh, all the uh, due credit to the uh, engineers of uh, Tata Motors, Mahindra and Ashok Island, where I am coming from, our engineers are very vigorously, continuously doing R&D to improvise the mileages. Mm -hmm. But Uh, the differences between uh, these OEMs are marginal. You know, even if it is one kilometer, definitely these drivers will come away and then say very straightforward, they will say, Thus, your vehicle is not performing with okay. the mic. Yeah. Interesting. And and then, because we touched upon multiple things, uh, again, if you can briefly sort of give like stages in which mm. it's designed, right? I mean, uh, because you come from like a design background. Yes, uh, and I remember like reading some articles that there are sketches and then based on observations is like, then you do these yeah. prototypes and then testing and then road testing. So any specific difference in the making of it for, right. especially for trucks? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's a fantastic question that you're asking. See, this the against, uh, for example, a car design, okay, uh, the one is one is that easy. Physically as well as digitally. Hmm. The whole assembly file of a truck not less than, you know, 100 GB, 125 GB, 300 GB. That's a file that you have to turn around in the computer. Or otherwise, if you are projecting, you really have to have a 12 meter, uh, uh, 12 meter uh, virtual reality screen to actually see it in one is to one, right? And also, very very important point here is prototyping one is to one is a huge task, huge task. But prototyping one is one is very, very vital when it comes for truck because you have to climb and sit and feel. So particularly the interior, the reach envelopes, you know, the, the, the effort that you, you know, turn your vehicle. I mean, unfortunately, uh, we are the most, uh, you know, uh, how to say in a very humble words. Uh, so, so the truck is... A very peculiar uh, vehicle where the owner is not the driver. Hmm. The fleet owner runs the business, but he never operates this. But that that, that guy, he doesn't even care about the fellow driver or fellow uh, servant. The attitude is, I am sitting on road. I don't have AC at my home. Why should I give my servant the AC or sophistication? Even today, that's the reason why the fully built is not successful in India, because they don't want to spend for the driver and sophistication. So to answer this question, well, you are all these sophistication for the driver, the burden of the OEM or burden of the designer is to deliver at free of cost to the drivers, because the customer who really buys the product is not demanding all these things. Hmm. <laughs> okay, for example, in Ashok Leyland, we don't go for an exorbitantly high headlamp, uh, very designed headlamp. 
Okay, so for example, two thousand rupees is the headlamp price. If it is get broken, the owner will say, "Boss, I don't have money to replace the headlamp. You run it without one side headlamp." So then I have to be careful where it has to be four hundred to eight hundred rupees. So for easily circular lamp, you can replace it anywhere. So the even if it is when you are turning radius, no. So then in the bumper, the headlamp is the one which is uh, vulnerable for any breakage. So to answer your question, the process is the same like in a car design. You go with uh, sketches. You have a divergent phase and a convergent phase. In a divergent phase, like you, in 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 Ashok Leyland, we have a design philosophy, design DNA. We call it "Aapki Jeet, Hamari Jeet." In English, your victory is my victory. What we tend to say is the company is focusing on the successful endeavor of the businessman who is the customer. So we develop this verbal attribute into a visual clues. Like you know, when you'll say "Aapke jeet, Hamare jeet," when Tendulkar uh, rises up uh, or somebody is winning the race, a hundred meter race, we feel "Unka jeet, Hamara jeet." Hmm. So then, then how they how they celebrate? They'll stretch the hand like this. So we develop a visual DNA of this. You can see a rock island, the avatar range, or whatever. So. Like that, so take the visual clues DNA. So we go with uh, hundreds of various sketches for interior, for exterior, and then we'll freeze through convergent phase. We'll freeze through. Then you have a user survey. You know what what is the liking, what not like. For example, in Avatar, we tend to give the complete frontal parts out and out at a sheet metal. Okay. Because the customer says, if it's a plastic grill, I have to replace. If it is broken in one corner or one small uh, part of it, like five percent of the uh, area is been affected, I have to replace the whole plastic. Hmm. But if it is sheet metal, they will take to the carriage, tinker and painting. You can do that. So again, imagine the expenses uh, occurred by the driver is a very, very, very critical issue with the fleet owners and other stuff. So it will affect him. So therefore, this guy can go easily one or two days. And of course, this truck is standing still for a day. It is going to, it's going to incur a big uh, damage in your, uh, you know, uh, business flow because one day if it is standing alone, you know, the cost of it, the operating cost, the return of investment is also in question. So they don't want to, you know, waste time in repairing. So therefore, a small uh, understanding is give a as simple as that very primitive gadgets in terms of fog lamps, headlamps, or indicator, and be it so totally sheet metal. So mm-hmm. this findings you will get it from the drivers. Because I don't want to pull grill. They will they will give in a different way, you know, like you know. So mm-hmm. no no plastic or whatever. So and also so 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 beautiful. This is because we are living in the age of like yeah macbooks having full body aluminium one sheet and they're talking about recycling and a lot of good things mm-hmm. but here it's it's much more profound i think because everything is designed keeping the users affordability into mind and exactly. it may look primitive but it's it seems to be very very highly empathetic because you are constantly exactly, exactly. the word empathy is that driving force very 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 nicely said thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Hmm. when it comes for interiors it's again a challenge we can see it uh, or 15 years ago the scenario was very different because the driver who is earning 10000 out of 15000 rupees he doesn't have a gadget of electronics or digital which is equivalent to his one month salary in his packet which is much more capable in terms of digital I'm talking about the cell phone. Earlier, the tachometer, the fuel meter, the speed which is going to run, all that is very analog, you know, analog. You know, big switches you have to break in and things like that. Today, our drivers are much more digitally inclined. Even the speedometer is not there. You have an app, you know, you can have your cell phone and then see what uh, speed that you are going to go. And that is going to grow up to, you know, you are going to have your app and then you can even uh, get so much of information which uh, in an analog instrument cluster can't give. Mm. He is digitally superior personally than the machine which he is driving. Correct. And so in this juncture, 
we have to be carefully what is to be digital, what is to be analog. At the same time, we don't give so much of information, like for example, 80.2333 kilometers per hour, you know, so many fractions, no, he doesn't need. Now, analog is in a glance, you know, for 10 microsecond, he'll say, I'm in between 90 to 100, no, within a second. So the balancing between the upcoming digital app and, you know, cell phone mania to the, uh, uh, safety or you know easily processable information to the brain of the driver who's highly illiterate is a challenge to when you design the interiors. Hmm. What hmm. I mean to say? Okay, and and then you so so far it's sketches, then user testing, and when you are doing this user testing, you are building like prototypes of because how does a truck driver yeah. come and sit and try and. But, but we have a target cast, which is the another criteria. So you have a you have an idea which is being divergent based, and you have the inputs from the marketing, and as well as the customer. Customer is the twofold, right? One the fleet owner, another one is the driver. Hmm. So we take all the inputs. That those inputs are visualized in sketch, and the second stage we do a clay scale clay. Okay. Get the visual approval. You know the design or vision approval. Then. The package plays a major role. The package, if it, I mean, uh, there are two different uh, design activities for trucks. You know, one is the an all new, the other one is facelift. Facelift is something you use your BAW body in white, the skeleton on top of that. You do that. Normally, as you rightly said in one of the questions in our previous, uh, you know, conversations, you were asking why the design is uh, sustaining for a long time. For example, one cab design uh, to the next uh, update on design. In cars, happens in one year or two year or whatever. So I can have can happen, but in trucks, minimum five to ten years. Mm. You no, know? it's it's because of a very huge sheet metal tooling, testing, validating, regulations, cost, and all these things are uh, important. But what is very uh, uh, critical at this point of time is the the BAW. Mm. BAW is body in white, which is the skeleton of it. Okay. So if any change that you have to incur, then you have to go for test and validate with the government. You have to do CAE, you know, crash with, you know, so many regulatory stuffs will eat away a lot of time and money. So that's the reason why uh, we have the design cycle, life cycle of the design is such a long. Sometimes, yeah. and for that, you have to be time, timelessness is also included in the thought process. Mm. Even after five, six years, it should be trending. Correct. And obviously, when they're running for 5 lakh and 10 lakh kilometers, I think it is yeah. proportional to uh, the time invested is, exactly. is worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. And we do clay model to uh, complete it. And then uh, we used to do the class A, like, you know, surfacing, take the package, hedge points and all the engineering, the package, you know, ergonomic uh, touch points. We'll freeze the exterior first, then we'll go to interiors and then... Uh, uh, we do uh, uh, modeling in Elias. 90% of the truck industry work with a software called Elias for uh, styling, a design, what you call. So we make a virtual, nowadays, in the virtual reality, artificial intelligence plays, you know, a major role. We do uh, digital prototyping and project it in a screen and see, uh, validate. Every time you have a work in progress review with various stakeholders, one, we call marketing people and uh, the cab engineering, those guys was going to detail. And and nowadays, the yearly, uh, um, uh, the concurrent working with the vendors, you know, yearly introduction to the vendors are, if you freeze the vendors and your, uh, you know, uh, suppliers upfront. So therefore, particularly something like headlamp and your uh, grills for the, radiator cooling or whatever, all these things can be checked at the right time against the past. So, 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 so these are the ones, you know, so you, and once the supplier is on board, you, you go to so much of uh, iterations on the fine tuning of the surfaces based on your cost, you know, mounting, ah, of course, design for manufacturing, design for manufacturing, you should be able to visualize how this is going to assemble at the, Manufacturing plant. Amazing. <laughs> For example, assume a situation where you make a dashboard which is bigger than the door. How it will go inside? Because your VAW is like this, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so. so I, I'm so 
like yeah i'm actually blown away and i wanted to put now in the middle of episode i want to put a disclaimer that i'm not going to do, neither we both are going to do justice of this uh <laughs> documenting this gigantic sort of setup because it's it's so many moving parts so many yes. uh, dependencies and how impactful the market is but yeah we'll try and see if we can just cover the bulk of it uh right. as in like the main core of it uh okay yeah and then manufacturers and yeah uh so maybe we want to pick up just like fresh uh in a sense like first time designing uh, a thing not uplift but uh, first time so so in that case also all these things happen uh and then uh do you so, want a buy in from manufacturers also like other people yeah 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 so uh as you rightly said i'm missing a lot of points the new cabin is a combination of so many platforms you have college you have tipper you have you know so many things right so you should have a modular parts like you know the roof is split the door you can use common the headlamp you can use common but uh, you have little little bit of uh, two three variants you know so seven segment five segment so the modularity concept is the one which reduces the time and investment for various platforms across ic icvs and you know hcvs you understand what i'm saying like you know you know you have two 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 widths or three widths so therefore you'll have the side the same the frontal panels will go for up and down in the roof and you have military vehicles so so each platform you can invest you know it's it's minimum 2000 pros or something that that's out to out you know until the you have a manufacturing plant so therefore the completely new things happened only once in my career ah oh, sorry twice in my career once i was very young when i was working with tata motors they started with the truck of the future now it is called tata prima now all the hcvs are the siblings of the same baw or same uh, configuration sharing so many parts of that and one in ashok leyland which is the uh, new uh, captain or out of truck which i have uh, encountered full and full in uh, ashok leyland so the full cab probably in a uh, 20 years i have done only twice so once in 10 years basically but you should be very very careful of not making any mistake if you make any mistake in this modular or if you if you have the baw welding you know reachability of robotics so many things but it's very interesting it's not it's not to be very don't <laughs> don't think mm-hmm. it is very big rocket science you know it's all it's a, thanks to our seniors it's all uh, documented properly so when you are dealing with one section you know uh, how to do that you know the door sill your window have to come down so our ancestors have uh, done so many mistakes and learned and documented so therefore the upcoming designers luck is very easy yeah hmm. and and the kind of history it has i think because i come from a very digital heavy ui ux background i think we are in that phase of making a lot of mistakes hopefully in the next 10 20 100 years uh, we'll have rich documentation of yeah dealing with people's lives like real life right exactly uh, yeah so uh, i think uh, yeah yeah please please no no so so then the prototyping and then finally the manufacturing so things are built in real pieces and then they are assembled and yeah. can you talk a little bit about then like stress test and safety test and yeah, yeah. so uh, running and other things yeah so so once the once the design is done for the appearances and the manufacturability then comes the operational uh, prototype so people go for a soft tooling soft tooling maybe based on your investment you can make 50 vehicles 100 vehicle 200 vehicle 300 vehicle you take your time and we have a continuous testing lab you know there will be one cab will be running one one truck will be running without non stop 10 lakh kilometers continuously on your six posters like you know there will be a first uh, uh, tire will be moving there, there are test setups okay Correct. so you have a soft tool or the same part to uh, we do 50 i mean uh, every oem have their own based on the platform and investment at this point of time we make soft tooling 
okay, this tool will be capable of some 50 parts, 100 parts. So therefore, the investment is less. So therefore, if any mistake or if you, any finding for the reiteration, so you can once for all, we can fix it before you say, okay, for the final tooling, you know, because next 10 years, you are going to rely on these tools. So this prototype and testing is very vigorous. As you said, the performance in the palm follows the function. The function is, it's a functional product. Okay? No one uh, buy truck for its looks, you know. So, so the operational failures, even then if you do a lot of physical and digital testing, one after the other, there will be some field failures, uh, which we can't predict or which we can't at this point of time. But still, we are trying to eliminate all the operational failures in the prototyping and testing phase will take a lot of time, particularly Ashok Leyland goes very robust and very reliable starts. So we get into it. Got it. And in this in this stage, there will be a team of engineers, monitor, test, and document each part. Number one for the functional failure. Number two is a wear and tear and things like that. Number three for the crash and you know regulatory purpose. Number four, value engineering. There will be people who will be adding value by removing certain things, right, to reduce the cost of the vehicle. So in four aspects, people will be working. And the designer, particularly the department which I head, we used to handle from art to part until the launch of the vehicle. No? We will be looking for modification, updation, you know, paint, a lot of, lot of interesting, it will go on, go on. Like, for example, I used to say my boys, boss, you should know how the robots, the painting robots, you know, the spray painting robots hmm. moves across your vehicle. You have to design the color accordingly. The pigment, sometimes you have more than critical angles, you know, while you are moving, there will be some undercuts, hmm. you know, the robots cannot reach out. You know, for example, fog lamp scoop or headlamp scoops or some, you know, grill going inside, it will be, there is a program, right? So there are certain things, it's 70 degree or something like that or whatever, but uh, your, 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 your shapes and scoops and angles and surfaces have to be uh, well uh, conceived by understanding how it is being painted, manufactured and coming out of the way. No. For me, it looks almost like an impossible task right now. Oh, no. how, how magnificent this seems. No, that's the reason why I, I was uh, skeptical to be so simple. Or, uh, I don't, because uh, it's it's fun. It's fun. So we that's the reason why people are people like me are there. No, I will I by looking at the sketch, one can easily say, but what is this angle? That angle don't try because you know the pigment will not be consistent. Mm, mm, uh, mm. Got it. And then finally, hopefully we have our beautiful truck. Uh, and I'm I'm considering here with not just the FES, but the entire truck. Yeah. And now it's on the road. And then like, what's the last stage of testing? Oh, okay. like, because I'm asking when I see generally Hyundai or other cars, uh, they are just like wrapped in some paper so that you don't know the model yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and they are running. That, that, Similar tests happen here. Ah, that joy, obviously, on roads from here to Hozur, for example, particularly Ashok Leyland, have one in Chennai and you have a big setup in Hozur, Advantage GSL. So this road, you can see continuously our trucks are going with mast or without mask or whatever. There is a strain gauge, engineers, drivers, uh, they will be driving continuously. And, so, and these are loaded with like three tons and five tons and things overload, like that. Overloaded <laughs> dummy bags, concretes and... Big, big concrete slabs have been loaded over there. Yeah. And we have testing facilities within the R&D. We have a lot of terrains, you know, terrains, mock-up terrains, you know, water, rain test, so many things. The container will be a chamber, which is raining. So you have to keep your truck for repeated regulated time to check, is there any water leak inside, you know? And uh, there will be rocky terrains. So we, we appoint a lot of army retired drivers uh, to as a test drivers, a lot of uh, army men working as test drivers continuously, three shifts on the different uh, terrains of roads, very hard tests it will go. Mm -hmm. Suspension, tire, axle, 
mileage, everything is tested. But it's a big team, right? I mean, when you say that, I'm not responsible for everything, mm-hmm. right? So there are a lot of brilliant people who will work together. Correct. No, in fact, sir, like what I was thinking is when I'm looking at my questions, uh, how simple or actually shallow they feel because, uh, yeah, like mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's, very, I, it's a very it's a very broad thing and uh, i think this deserves a series to understand how lightweight vehicles uh, heavyweight vehicles are designed yes yes yeah, yes. yeah. but yeah if you want to conclude uh, like like how does it feel when a truck is running on the road which yeah. you have designed or your team has designed like what what's Ooh, i mean that hmm. is yeah that that comes only to the designer it's like uh, it's like uh, from Arthur, like you know, right from the conception of a sketch and to the launch of a vehicle, it's a wonderful experience. And when you're walking or driving, if you encounter a vehicle you designed coming opposite to you, someone who is driving who you do not know who is he and what is he, and you know, and if he is enjoying, if he is safeguarded by the design, the emotional connect is. Unexplainable. Uh, Only my wife knows. She knows uh, how painful it is because every time a vehicle comes in, I'll say, hey, look at this vehicle. How many times do you say? Every time I say, I will not miss a dose or what are those or whatever. But at the same time, yeah. So I have my recommendations for the listeners of this. Please empathize the poor driver. Normally, India ranked top in the road accidents, you know, right? You know, 1.35 million per year. That's the accident deaths. But out of that, India tops. We have more than 10%. 1.5 lakh people die every day, every year in this country, right? Mm. And and the driver, with a lot of ambiguities, he is long, likely, yes. He don't know how to turn. Too much of pressure he is undergone. I will, I will, I will throw some information, which is available. But recently, there is a survey by a national study conducted by, um, you know, MDRA, which is uh, Marketing and Development Research Associates of India. Mm. It says overall, fifty-three percent drivers they dissatisfied with this profession. They don't like this. 84% they don't are the drivers across the country. I mean, various cities. I don't want to elaborate much how the samples and things like that. So, more than 80% of the people they don't recommend the profession to their sons and daughters or any relatives and friends. They said, even my enemy doesn't, I don't want my enemy to get into this profession. I came accidentally. And 90% of this driver. 93% very precisely, they do not have any provident fund, pension, health insurance, life insurance, graduate, nothing. Even today in 2022. Okay. And as usual, as I was telling you, only 6% of the owner come driver, which is across the whole thing, it's, it's more in LCV basically. Okay. Many of them are forced to drive 12 hours a day or minimum 400 kilometers a day. To do that, 22% of the uh, drivers accept or confess that they are drinking. <laughs> 90% of these drivers who are driving in all across India are not trained properly, undergo any driving test by a proper, you know. So they, they come as a cleaner, dropouts come as a cleaner. They, they perceive and then do on their own and then get into licenses. Okay. And I'll tell you the last thing, this driver, drivers are the most uh, vulnerable or victimized by bribes and cops. Every year, 42,000 crores is the bribe by only trucks alone in the country, India. 42 to 43,000 crores. Okay. Now, my recommendation is, in India, we have 
traffic immorality. I don't know why, but many of us are restless and very, uh, you know, irritated while driving the car. I don't know. So we give gullies or if you, if you want to try to overtake the drivers, he is running a machine with so much of responsibilities. The, the goods, the product that you use every day, right, from cell phones, computers, TVs, and everything has been transported from A to B by these poor drivers. Please empathize. And if, if you don't give gullies, at least, you know, if you don't help, at least don't, you know, irritate them. That is my recommendation. So you touched a very uh, beautiful chord there because, yeah, um, even I've I've observed and blamed a lot of times the truck drivers, but this kind of perspective really changes uh, and and hopefully drives empathy. But uh, yeah, I think just just uh, given the interest of time, we can conclude uh, this yes. episode. But so definitely we should do a we should do a series on this where we deep dive into how these are designed technically much more uh, in nuance uh, for for lcvs and like suvs and other things it would be fascinating for me for personally to learn and i will ask users as in like listeners also to please let us know that if this was helpful uh, on that I note i i know many things i am as uh, dumb as Anybody else outside this design? So <laughs> learn from each other. Thank you. No, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for giving your time. It was wonderful uh, talking to you. Oh, thank, thanks for the opportunity. I think uh, I can move uh, somebody's perception, even one person here, that is a success of this uh, uh, spending time with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay, that's it. And that's it from today's Gyan session. For show notes and more GAN, visit audiogan.com. And if you wish to connect with me, I am at audiogan moments on Instagram. Until then, take care.